All right, welcome, welcome to another Rags Riches Secret. Um, one of the things I want to share today is, so there was an interview conducted with Elon Musk, and they were asking him some important questions like, how do you, like, if you were an entrepreneur, or actually if you were going to coach me as an entrepreneur, what are the three things that you would tell me that I've got to get right? Because if I don't get it right, I won't actually have a great business. And boy, it was, it was great when he took a minute and he paused and he literally started reflecting like, what are the three things that I would give somebody? And as he shared these three things, I actually, I looked back at what I've done and how I've tried to pursue opportunities. And I'm like, holy cow, like I may not have pursued the same opportunities at the same scale as him, but on a lower level where I've done, where I've been able to have a lot of success is, is I completely can confirm and validate that what he shared was in fact 100% true. Um, so the very first thing that he said is he says, um, you've got you've to take and look for something that's got high value to somebody else. Now, I mean, if you've got to take and he was saying you've got to be tenacious, very rigorous of your analysis trying to determine what that thing is that you could create. Because you could have dreams and you could have pie-in-the-sky ideas that actually have no merit or nor, nor practical use that anybody could actually, that, that model would even be successful, okay? And when I looked at it, when I looked at it, like I, give you an example, okay? When, when I was younger, um, I used to be working at a grocery store bagging groceries. And I look at that and I'm like, ah, like if I could go back and talk to my younger self again, I'd say, Mike, like you've got to look at, Pause for a second and ask yourself, is the thing that you're working on of high value to somebody else? Because right now you're trading time for money and you're getting a check. But is what you're trading your time for money for, is it actually of high value to somebody else that could actually obtain wealth? And when I look at it, I'm like, no, it wasn't. Like when I was washing dishes as a kid, like that wasn't. Or even when I was working at Raytheon Missile Systems and I was um, a material program manager, I'm like, would, was that actually a high value thing I was working on? Now the missiles were, right? And I'm not, I'm not going to discount the value of the missiles. But if you're asking me like, what was I taking and devoting my primary effort to accomplish, I would have to say that it was not of high value. That is why I actually didn't get a heavier or a heavier and heavier wallet. And so take and pause. Like if you're taking in, like maybe the, the skill you pursued is to actually be able to build homes and you figured out how to scale, scale that out. Okay. I would say, and I would pause and say, okay, that probably is a skill that could, could generate a tremendous amount of wealth for you. But if you're, if you're operating in a nine to five job, just because like, Hey, I'm willing to give you my time in exchange for this paycheck. But the time that you're exchanging is not causing you to obtain a skill that could create high value for somebody else where you could get paid 300,000 a year, 400,000 a year, get a million dollars a year. Then you've got to pause and say, Hmm, am I pursuing something that actually would create the good life? And that right there, this is probably the leading mistake I see that people make. Like by far not being able to identify the right opportunity. Okay. Um, you, if you listen to my previous podcast, I was telling you how I got out of, tried to figure out how to fix my economic problem and get out of pain. I literally got that whiteboard out and I literally wrote on it. Okay, here's option A, B, C, D. And I wrote every possibility on that board and said, could this actually 
really, really close the gap and solve my problem. And I literally had to go through and nope, 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 and nope. And I literally had to cross them all off. So in the end, I was like, there's there's only like three or four opportunities on here that I actually could see that have merit that could actually accomplish what I want to do. And then in the end, I had to pick from those opportunities to be able to close that gap. So I 100% agree with what he said is high value to somebody else. Therefore, instead of exchanging time for money, you can find yourself obtaining significant cash flow in exchange. Okay. So he said, number two is to be tenacious. It, it goes back to when, when I started getting into selling, okay. Um, it was not easy. If you think about it, like there's, there was, I didn't know what I didn't know. And because I didn't know that, I actually found myself making mistakes, stupid mistakes, little mistakes here. And it wasn't until, like, I guess what you could say is in the beginning, I sucked. And eventually, as I kept going, I sucked less and less to one day I actually became good at that particular craft. And so if you pick the right vocation and then you're tenacious at it, there will be things that will come up that will sway you or attempt to convince you to abandon the strategy you're doing. Now, I'm not saying that, like, if you've got the general direction, okay, this is the pursuit I'm going. That doesn't mean you throw out the door working, not working, new choice. What it does mean is, is in the pursuit of that, you're going to try something, it's not going to work. And then you have to say, okay, um, it's not working, what's a new choice I can make? Or it's working, but now you ask yourself a better question, which is, what can I do to actually make it work better? How could I take and improve upon it? How could I accelerate? How could I advance it? And then you have to stay tenacious. Like Steve Jobs ended up saying, he's like, man, he goes, I kid you not, if you do not love, love what you do, you will find it hard. And that's a young guy that was like, man, he was like, he probably was like $100 million by the time he was like 25 years old. Tremendous net worth. But he had to go through a lot of pain to be able to obtain the success that he did. And he was very tenacious. He knew the outcome he was in pursuit of. But then he had to continue to play the game. Working, not working, new choice. All right, so tenacious. Um, number three, this in this is, boy, not everybody wants to hear this, but there is a secret inside of this. And he said, work like heck. That's what he almost said. Work like heck to be able to make it done. And he's like, look, if you if the average guy is putting in 40 hours a week and you're putting in 80 hours a week or 80 or 90 hours a week, he goes, basically what happens is, is you can accomplish in four months what it's going to take them 12 months to accomplish. And I, I think the very first time I actually got exposed to this idea is when I was, I, I had a friend who was a doctor. He said that when he was going to school, he was going to college, he said that he was trying to figure out how to get out of college longer because to become a doctor was just a really long road. And what he said is, is like full-time credit or full-time school is like eight credit hours, okay? He goes, I started taking 20 credit hours. He goes, I was so busy, but because I was so busy, in the end, I actually got better grades having such a heavy workload. And I'm like, huh thinking about it. And at that time, it was, wasn't shortly after that, my, um, my wife became pregnant with our second child. And I'm like, I have got to figure out how to get out of college because the way this thing is rigged, it's more like, it's not a four-year degree. It's more like a five-year degree. 
um, to be able to cram all those credits in. And so in the, in the summer semester, I took 17 and a half credit hours during the summer. And boy, I tell you what, that is the summer semester is half the length of a regular semester. It very compressed. But then with the heavy workload, I was never busier in my life, but I nailed good grades and I knocked it out of the park. I got so much done in that, that short window. I got basically the, the equivalent of two semesters done in half a semester time. Does that make sense? And then the following semester, I took 21 and a half credit hours. And as a result, I knocked in two, the equivalent of two semesters, I knocked off over a year of what I would, probably a year and a half of what I would actually have been in college for trying to get graduate and I got great grades. And, and so I look at this and when he pointed that out, I was like, yeah, that has been my experience. That has been exactly my experience. But the one thing, the one caveat or the one thing that I would like to, I, I would draw your attention to is when he's talking about trying to, it, it's crazy to be busy on things that actually don't contribute or things that are not high value items that would actually make you successful because you're going to discover like think about like think about your past think about somebody else like they're grinding away doing 9 to 5 i have a friend that takes not only does he have one job but he has two jobs working 90 hours a week okay and and collectively they're making really good money like he's got two full-time jobs his wife's got a full-time job so collectively and they're they're in the $200,000 range but you've got to look at what happened is, is it's they're exchanging massive amount of time, but they're not building an asset out that would generate tremendous wealth in the future. It is literally a major exchange of time for money. And as a result, it's being busy on the wrong thing does not actually help. And that's where I go back to the first is, is make sure that when you pick this thing, it's got to be high value. You might not, you might not get to the end of the rainbow where the big pot of gold is for a little bit. Okay. And, and that's, that's like, I would prefer that you got gold coming in sooner, but it's acceptable in the sense that it, that building the asset has to be created so that you could obtain that prosperity. But if it, if you are in pursuit of the wrong thing, then you are literally just wasting your time. And that's where you'll see uh, like a lot of guys get, they'll, they'll kind of criticize what they take and they learn in college or, or school is like school will teach you a vocation of how to do this and this and this and this. Like I can be a doctor, okay? Or I could be an architect or I can be, and you could list all these things off. But like they don't really go in and say, okay, this is how you do sales and marketing so that you can create your own architect firm. Here's how you do sales and marketing to generate leads, generate customers, generate cash flow. But they, they train in you how to be an employee. And so you got just just consider that 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 thing is make sure whatever you're grinding on. Even if you're a even if you're a kid. Um, I have the same conversation with my son right here right now is like look, we could you could go do this job or you could go do this job during the summer to generate cash, but you've got to ask yourself the bigger picture question. Is that going to transfer to you or to give you a skill that would allow you to crush it later in life. Now, you might, for my son, for example, he has the opportunity where he can go, he can work for a friend of mine making 16 bucks an hour building gauges. He could work uh, for a sewing job 
where he could make maybe $600 during the entire um, summer. Not really attractive. That one's, that one's actually pretty horrible. I think the best he could do is like $200. Um, he's got another opportunity on the table right now where he could go work at a cherry place where they take and they pick cherries. I threw out there another opportunity. I'm like, look, I've got sales guys. I'm training. I'm teaching them how to generate $100,000 in the month in the summer, and just in the summer, a three-month window. But what they're working with me on is I'm teaching them, training them how to sell solar, how to help somebody to be able to receive a system that would save them massive amount of money on the back end, okay? But here, here's the thing that he's got to play out in his head is, okay, dad, if I go do this with you, I'm 17 years old, there's a chance that my skills are not good enough that as I progress through the summer, I might walk away with nothing. And I would have to say that is entirely possible. In the front, up front, there is a marvelous chance that you won't make anything. But what I can tell you is, is I am teaching and transferring to you a skill that would cause you to be successful. Because if you learn how to sell this, then we can learn how to sell that. And we can learn how to sell these different things. This, the skills could be transferred to other opportunities but highly valuable skill. And when you take and you provide somebody like say $100,000 saving on their utility bills or, or depending on the size of your utility company, maybe a, a 200,000, like you are helping somebody obtain something that is very, very valuable, okay? It's a high value item because you're really helping somebody tap into wealth, but you still run the risk of initially not making money. But the good, the, the, the secret for him is like having a mentor, having somebody that can spend time, coach him, help him like, okay, don't make this mistake. Do this thing. Okay, now improve upon this. And we can tweak and adjust what we're doing to obtain success. Therein lies one of the magics or the secrets of a lot or taking yourself and putting yourself in proximity to somebody who has already been able to obtain wealth. Um, Folks frequently make the mistake of just grinding away at a nine-to-five job. They get they get um, frustrated. They get frustrated with their life, but they've got to be able to make money to pay their bills. And so then what they do is they come home burnt out. And as a result of being burnt out, they don't pursue something else. They go into a state of, I need leisure. Okay, I need downtime. Okay, I need this. But if you ask yourself, that actually is the only time that you have really to create an opportunity to escape this, this circle of, of, of mediocrity, this circle of I'm not making enough, this circle of living be below your potential. And so free time becomes opportunity time. Um, and, and people have got to figure out how to make that conversion. If, if you're young, and this is where the, the secret is for young people, let's just say you're living with your parents still. The secret is, is what do you have to lose? Like, are you gonna go? Are you gonna run out of food? No, mom, dad will probably feed you. Okay. Are you going to uh, not have a place to sleep? Nah, you're probably gonna have a place to sleep. Okay. Your your risk your risk is very low. Like the consequences are so low that it, it it's absurd not to pursue an opportunity that creates tremendous success. Now you get now you can say, okay, now I'm a middle aged individual. I'm married. I've got all these kids. I've got all these obligations. Now you've got to start asking yourself, okay, actually at this point, I probably have something to lose. I don't bring money in. I could actually lose it all. 
So then you have to start asking yourself, I've got to start taking advantage of opportunity or my free time to tool up and skill up into a, a different direction. Now, you might be able to go work with somebody that is an influence or somebody that has a valuable product that can transfer the skills that you need. But you've got, but go back to that and say, step number one is the thing I'm working on high value. Okay. If once you determine that it is, be tenacious and then just figure out how to work like heck. Because even Elon Musk, who has an opportunity that's tremendous, he works like heck to still build Tesla cars. He still works like heck to be able to get satellites in space. He still like works like crazy to be able to get SpaceX going. He just acquired Twitter. You're going to find he's going to be working like heck trying to figure out how to grind and to pull all of these elements together to create the success. Okay, that my friends is another Rags Riches Secrets. If you're trying to figure out how to close the gaps, go to alphawealthsecrets.com. I put it up on the board, alphawealthsecrets.com. Like that is a very, very high value opportunity. This opportunity, the reason I pursue it is that this right here creates for people, it, it creates value. If you can go in and you can take somebody that doesn't, that is grinding at a nine to five job and say, look, I can show you a path out of this where I can take and build for you a done for you service, an Amazon store. Like when you think of it, this is an Amazon store where you have all kinds of employees working for you with no employees on payroll. You're, you're too busy now, so you don't want, if you can find a way to not have employees, but you get the benefit of having employees work for you, grinding out and building you an asset, that, my friends, is a very magical experience. Like, I have my own Amazon store. I have my, these employees working on my store, grinding at it, while I take and focus on other things. See, and then I can go into my store. I can see the performance. I can see what's happening. I can see the ins and outs of what's taking place. And therein lies. So if you take and you help somebody do that, that's a very high value opportunity. That's why Jeff Bezos is like, like number, number five richest man in the world. He's right there because he, he also created a platform that gave other people the opportunity to make money on his platform. It's a secret, man. It's crazy as all get out. Anyway, my friends, that's another Rags of Richard Secrets, and I will talk to you later.